We did it. <clears throat> we did it. It's working. Put on a gosh, please. Um, hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Horns Market with Corinne and Steph. Baby, it's been a time. Look at it. Best friend. Can you hear you, best friend? No, I can't. I'm sorry. I was just telling everybody that we're back. Put it on there. We're back. Finally. Finally. It's been a time it's to be alive. Been. Very, yeah, very happy to be here. Very much a time. So, best friend, it's been some weeks. The app wasn't apping. Are we embarrass ourselves with our guests? Mm. Damn. Yeah, it wasn't a good. I mean, we took a break. Like we we did a little bit, but I was I was very upset by how embarrassed this app made us. Baby, I was embarrassed because I had you know I had a very special guest down to the to the ask the therapist, and she and, you know really was gracious. And she tried to help us through our time of need. Yeah. But it really just was not given. Um, it wasn't. She said no thank you. And I don't um, like it. And those those who know that we constantly have um technical issues made me more upset because I'm just like it's like when you go to a black owned business. And you you try to support them and ride or die for them, mm-hmm. and they just do everything wrong. Yeah. That's how I felt in that moment, and I was That's just like, I, I, I felt very because <laughs> I was like, we don't even like we have this problem when it's just us, but we don't have this problem with the general public. No, we don't, and I just don't understand why. This thing when you don't hear acting like this when we be trying our best to put on the best show for the girls, and she right. just want to show out in front of company. Yeah, it was a mess. And I don't like that. No, I don't. So I... hopefully now, you know we're back. We are. And we're ready to get get it going for the girls. Yes, and we will have some. We will have some backup options next time. This doesn't happen, but if if some nut shit happens again, we will be prepared. Please, God. Okay. Please, God. Again. I'll have me speaking in tongues. So, best friend, what is what's life been like for you? Um, life's been pretty good. The apartment is finally it's it's getting it's getting itself together. So that's great. Um, I've been at my job for like six weeks now. Also, how's that going? Um, I'm just happy to be here. Um, okay, that's not like after the after after. Um, I'm just I'm going to stick with. I'm just happy to be here. Let's do it. Let's 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 do that. Yeah. What's uh what's been going on with show week? You wanna know the real shit? Uh I mean I think I know the real shit. 
But do you want the audience to know the real shit? I don't think they needed the real shit. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, it's just something to think about. They, we give, we give them everything for the most part, but there are things that, because like we say in, in one every 10 episodes, the internet is not a safe space. So if you have something you are trying to protect, I, I um, recommend not putting it out there. Okay, thank you for that disclaimer. So we're not gonna tell you the real shit. So um, <laughs> it's, it's been very busy. You know, I'm a workaholic, and I use work to cope with everything. Correct. Um, which is very unhealthy. Please don't be like me. So lots of working. Um, lots of spending money I probably don't have. Right for Christmas, things like that, especially this time of year. Yes, and you know, loving on my folks. I have really had some really good interactions with my family and my friends, and my friends have really been taking care of me, and I really appreciate that. Shout out to Stefan. Hey, I feel it. We did a um, treat two weeks ago. Okay, uh, took just did everything I needed it to do. Oh, yeah, um, you finally got the full retreat experience. I did. And I wanted to talk to you guys about mental health retreats. Can you please put it out? I will put it up when I get done. Come on, look at it. I have looked at it. <laughs> um, That was Cam's cameo. I would like to talk about mental health retreats and how my best friend is really a master. I was really not making, I was barely, I was clawing and clinging on to life. Um, and I called him very desperately seeking out the address. I, that's how bad I did <laughs> um, and well, we made it work. I got my life. Then it worked. I got my entire life. And I just need y'all to know that mental health retreats are just it's it's so much there's so much that goes on in them for one yes and for two just to be around people in a safe space in these days and times yeah is you know i don't take that very lightly you know what i mean like i was in such a safe place around such good people and people i didn't even know some right and i felt so safe and i felt so cared for and i was really able to debrief (laughs) from life mm-hmm. and from my responsibilities and just be a participant and it, it really changed my life um i really can't wait for the next one same it was just really nice not to have my therapist hat on or have my like solver hat on and to just yeah. sit there um and i had some really good dreams and I had a really good time. I had some really good laughs. And I really learned some things. So I would highly suggest that you guys, if you have the capability to be able to get into some sort of mental health retreat or even a workshop, please do it. It's really, really worth it. And not the scam ones. You know what, best friend? <laughs> because I feel like and I know we're there's nine women, so we're talking about, but whatever. Um, I, we ain't I even had like, no topic. I just want you to know, so you can talk about whatever. That's fair. Um, 
I feel like when we tell people about it, or when we like, we shoot a text, it comes off as one of those like timeshare things. Yeah. Or like party light things, which I don't know how many of our listeners would know what party light is. Oh, yeah. But party light was my first. Um, my first entrance into what the kids call MLMs now. Yeah. Um, which way back when, when uh, Amway and pyramid Mary Kay started, uh, pyramid schemes was, was the key word. So, the text message, because we do it, we we drop it like Beyonce did Lemonade. Like, yeah. There's no real like warning or anything like that. It's just kind of like, boom, Here. you win or not. Yeah. And then when I like get to the point where I'm, you know, people have said yes and I'm trying to let them in and trying to let them know what's going on, I feel like sometimes it just comes off like a, like a pyramid scheme. And I'm just like, ooh. But then I assure people, I'm like, you are not buying <laughs> anything. You are not, um, you're, you're not even paying for nothing. Like you're, you're just paying for to go. Yeah. And then the experience is like what we bring. So you get like a vacation, but then you also get like, you get the retreat part of it. You get the experience part of it. You get to like for Bill. She had never been to the Poconos, and I didn't know that. Uh, look at us making it first, right? So, and I love the Poconos, so I'm like, if I would have known, we would have we would have went to the Poconos a while ago. But um, yeah, but like this, these are the moments where we can just enjoy and feed the the inner child while also being able to detach and and relocate yourself for for even but a moment. lost my thought but i will say that (laughs) it was not scammy as a person as a participant i don't know i didn't feel that way that i didn't not necessarily the retreat but like the the invitation okay yeah i didn't but i still didn't get that from that because i've been to mls and it it didn't give that but i get it i haven't been to two of them i almost was um I don't know if they're still around. God, I'm old enough to say that I don't know if something is still around and it may not actually be around, but there is an organization or a company. I don't really know what they call themselves. They could be a collective for all I know, but they're called Vector. Yeah, everybody be a Vector. <laughs> 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 the motherfucking knives. Uh, the knives, they got me with the windows. And they had vacuums. My brother was sucked into the vacuums. I can't. <laughs> sucked into the vacuums. Hi, yeah, ironico. Um, but anyway, uh, I remember I remember going on the interview, and I had no clue. This was, oh gosh, uh, this was at least twelve years ago. Yeah, like this is it, <laughs> been a minute. But I remember going to the interview, and you know, back then it was you know I need to go fully dressed up, suit tie or not suit tie. I didn't. I've only owned one suit and I hated it. So I never wore it. Um, 
but it was like, you know, button-up shirt, tie. You do the whole nines for any interview that you go on because that's just what we did. And I remember going and they pitched a really good everything. They were like, you know, there's a base salary of this and you get commission off of this and every person you get to sign up gets this and, you know, you're going to go out with three or four people and you're going to go to different neighborhoods and you're going to knock on doors and da da da. And, but he was like, the, I feel like the way he pitched it was like, you know, you're going to manage the team so you don't necessarily have to go out. But if you do, then this, there's this incentive and there's that and there's this and there's that. And as a 20 year old who's about to manage a team that's getting a base salary of anything, um, you get super, 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 super excited. And then I remember coming home and telling my parents about it. And when dad looked at me, he was like, no. Absolutely the fuck not. And I was like, there's not many things that like, he'll say no, like absolutely not to. But he looked at me pretty much dead in my face. He was like, no. Did you, did you like Google it though? Or like, did you look it up? I guess. At that term, I, I mean, at that time, I don't know if we were still like, or if we started saying Google everything, but um, I just remember him saying no and being like, look it up. Um, cracking up. Not the dad saying, look it up. Look it the fuck up. <laughs> because he was like, this is, that's not what you want. And then sure enough, looked it up. And maybe I wasn't 20, because maybe I think I was probably out of college by this point. So, I'm going to give it, like, nine, ten years ago. That's the so, long time, baby. That's it's it's been a minute. Um, but I'm pretty sure we were saying, let's like, Google shit back then at that point. So, that was my point in saying that. But, yes, he told me no. Because um, they had offered me this job on the spot, obviously, because it's not a real job. Oh. And, and they were like, you know, so we'll see you. We'll see you Monday. And I was like, okay. And then that's when I went home, and then I never showed up. I did try to call and let them know, but I think that they probably were so used to just people not showing up or like people calling to saying that they weren't, that they just stopped answering the phone. Yeah, because they knew because they had a whole nother class of 50 people coming in the next Correct. day. And whoever Correct. showed up that Monday was who was on. But I, y'all, listen. However many people listen to this, if one person listens to this episode, if 6,000 listens to this episode, um, if it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. Yeah. So selling windows, door to, I'm sorry, selling anything, mm, reverse, doing anything door to door is way too dangerous, especially for us Black Americans. Period. So one person, six thousand, six million, six ants. Because ants are black too. Now I'm playing. Um, if anybody is listening, do not do anything door to door. People, people's houses are crazy. So you don't know who you're walking up to or what's happening. Um, people are racist, as we talk about all the time. Maybe racist. Um. But then also the likelihood of you making an amazing salary 
based off of whether or not you can sell windows to a person that you knocked on the door of, it's not, it's not, it's not giving. It's not, it's not what you should be doing. It's not cheap. No. So all these little companies, and there's this, um, shout out to this YouTube channel. I love her. Her name is Illuminati, like T-E-A. Oh. Um, she's great. And she does a lot of things where she just exposes a lot of different organization, organizations. Yes. Um, so she talks a lot about MLMs out there um, that are just scamming people and the ways that they're scamming people and the ways that they're trying to like get around the laws to scam people. It's just like, do all, all this, just, just go work a job. Like, your job is, is, for the most part, is scamming people. And I know it works, but damn. It never really works on the end. You're you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all, actually. It really don't. And them people gonna learn that. They gonna learn, best friend. It just takes a while. It do. I I personally, I have also been to MLMs. I've also been to a Vector Knives interview. Um... I've also worked for Pure Romance, which is an MLM. Um, and I've also done um, Wake Up Now. I'm joking. It was um, the travel scheme one. What travel scheme one? So there was one called, I don't even remember what the fuck it was called. It was kind of like Wake Up Now, but it was travel based. It was like, you should be here. I don't remember. Again, I don't remember. But what did they do? So essentially, you got discounted vacations. And then you will bring people on and get even more deeper discounts or to sell in the ranks gotcha. and have your own residual income and, you know, all this language that they use. So I got into it with a friend from a friend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was her downline. And then I tried to bring people on. Never got anybody to sign up but my mom. And then I only went on one. Or two vacations. Uh-huh. I went to Canada. You did tell me about this. I don't think I went anywhere else. I think I only went to Canada. Because the, the, they were the same prices if you were to pay like a travel agent, but it, you just didn't have to pay for a travel agent. And you always had to pay right. for airfare. Oh, well then, alright. <laughs> Go somewhere. Do so it wasn't worth it. I stayed in there for maybe six months. It was very also Christian based too. It was very like culty. And if well, you know you know that's not even my shit. You know. Keep me away from that shit. So that I didn't part. really fit in that way. And I just decided it wasn't working. So I, you know, canceled my membership or whatever. And I don't think the girl stayed in there much longer than me. But she wanted a lot more vacations than me because she also was a single person. Mm-hmm. So paying $800 or whatever, which is a good price, but she could do that more often than I could. So I was like, yeah, it's not really making sense for me. Gotcha. That's fair. I and do, then, I do not... with Pure Romance, it's also an MLM um, based in, you know, sexual reproductive health and toys and stuff like that. So toy parties, I got into that through a friend of mine. 
her sister threw a party. I really liked it. I didn't join them, but then in her group of people, there was this other young lady who I really liked, and she was really, really doing really well. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm looking under her. So I got in it. Thought I had a passion for it. I love reproductive health and sex toys, but I just didn't have a passion to sell it in addition to my own business that I started a year or so before this, but it really started to pick up at that time. So a lot of my energy went to my own business and not the MLM. So eventually I just said, you know what? I'm tired of getting begging people to buy stuff every couple months and then never saying nothing else. So I just was like, we're just going to get rid of that. See, you know what's like how a person can be successful at at an MLM? You find companies with actual like good products. Right. So a lot of this is um, they're not good products or yeah. they don't do anything. Right. So then you get people on to recruit other people to recruit other people to recruit other people. But like the, the baseline of it all is to sell something because there's, there should be a reason that you are, you are um, paying this money to buy this product to show it off. So for stuff like party light, my mom, like to this day, still loves party light stuff. Like we still have party light stuff from when she did it in the nineties. Right. So like clearly good product and, and outside of it, just like, it doesn't all look dated. There are some things that I'm just like, okay, that clearly was a time piece. Um, but then there are other things that she has that I'm just like, oh, like this is that's actually pretty legit. Um, things that I've actually taken from her and like used in my own spaces. And so like for me, I'm like, that's that's a testament. Like, yeah, the whole business practice of it all might be like crazy, but I'm like the the product of it all is actually a really decent product. So like good for them. Um, but then my cousin did, uh, she also did Party Light, but then she moved on to Tastefully Simple. Have you ever heard of that? That sounds like, um, what's the name? You know what I mean. Pampered Chef. That, wait. Yeah. It's something like Pampered Chef, but it, I think it was called Tastefully Simple. And oh, no. because because I think she left Tastefully Simple and went to Pamper Chef. Um, but yes, yeah, similar thing. So it was like you put on a show, you bring out the products, you cook people stuff, you put on a party using their recipes, using their spices, using their products, using their this, using their that. And the pro- the problem with that was like looking back on it, it's not anything different than what you could just buy in the store. It was just easier to maybe get it from like one central spot. So right. kind of like what HelloFresh does now. It's given. Is what Tastefully Simple and like Pampered Chef did. Back except, right, except their premise wasn't to make necessarily like good products or accessible products. It was just to get more people in and get more people to buy more things and buy more people and shit like that. Um, but the the thing that I can say about Pampered Chef that's different than Tastefully Simple is like you can still see Pampered Chef stuff places. Yeah. 
Right. And by places, I mean, like, people's houses or Goodwill. But it's it's just the fact that, like, 20-ish years later, for products, because, you know, we are in a society where it's fast fashion, um, it's fast everything. So, you know, your kitchen rotates by season, except your kitchen doesn't go back to the same season. You buy stuff for one season and then you never use it again. Right. And so the difference is like the stuff that we had and have have lasted literally 20 years. Which blows my mind. So it's like, and then, I mean, we think about things like um, things like Mary Kay. Yeah, because we still see Mary Kay. We still we still see them pink rose champagne Cadillacs. Okay, <laughs> driving around. So like clearly, yes, they're they're big. A large part of their stuff is like, you know, the getting people to come in and sell their shit. But the other half is like legit. Good products. Right. So. I just. I think it's important that we brought up the MLMs. Yeah. That's a. I mean, it's a real thing. Because the girls need to know. Yeah. They need to know what they already don't know. Don't get scammed. Because that's all it is. And like for the majority of of y'all. I'm sorry. The majority of us who really value our money um, for the most part. I have frivolous moments. Me too. Um, and I swear they are un- they are unintentional, but sometimes they probably are intentional. Like, we don't have a garbage disposal here. I promise I'm coming back around to a topic. Um, we don't have a garbage disposal at this apartment. And Bye. so I made this stuff the other day that I tried to like doctor up and redo and all that fun stuff. And when it came down to it, I still didn't want it. So I was like, well, damn, how do how am I going to throw this away? And I was like, I can't just like put it in the trash can. So I was like, I went to go get my haircut and I was like, well, when I get my haircut, I'm going to go to the dollar store, get like a Tupperware bin, put it in there and then throw it out. And I was like, that's frivolous. Is it really? Well, I have a bag full of like plastic bags from the store when we used to have plastic bags. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm gonna just do that and then just like triple bag it because I already have it. And now this way I'm not wasting money to throw it away. I literally wasn't gonna use it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like moments like that. It cut the frivolousness. <laughs> um, because that was almost intentionally frizzle, um, intentionally frivolous. But anyway, I don't know how I got on that tangent. But uh, okay. relax, we we just came back. It's it's okay. <laughs> We're going to have these moments. We haven't done this in like six months. Yeah, um, it definitely feels like that. But oh, but we value our money, right? So if we value it, and people out here fighting for like minimum wage to get up to like $15 an hour. Don't spend your time wasting money 
on things that you know in your heart of hearts and minds of minds is not true. Yeah. And be careful because it they do try to give like it's real like employment and you'll make money, but a lot of that stuff they don't tell you you have to buy into and keep buying in order for Correct. the money to keep going. Correct. Because no matter what you do, you're gonna have to um you have to buy some sort of starter kit. Yeah, like, then you gotta no buy more. And... You do. Yes. And so like the girl, or I'm sorry, the person, I'm pretty sure she goes by she. Um, but the girl that's the Illuminati girl, like she one of her things is always like, if you have to buy something to start working at a place, it's not a job. No, and, and I'm like, that's real. Like, if it's not a uniform and they want you to buy a starter pack to sell to somebody, you are more than likely in the presence of an MLM. And it's, it's and there's, you know, like I said, there are success stories, but there are few far in between. And 98% of the people who join those things never finish it or don't see the success that they were sold. Um, and I don't think that that's fair, um, because it's predatory. They prey on certain communities. Yep. Um, and TLC has been told life changes has been preying on African American women. What um, is it? And I don't like that. Yeah, they are. No, what is it? What would, What did you say? Total life changes. So the what? uh flat tummy tea or not flat tummy tea, Nutriverse. And gotcha. all that stuff. The products, from what I'm hearing, work, but the structure is the same as a pyramid scheme. Right. So then you're like pressured to bring on people to keep the money coming in and having this and yeah. the original director and then and that and then, but then also having to keep up a certain amount of sales. And then you become your own customer. So now you keep buying all these products that you can use as inventory or actually use, but do you actually sell it? Usually, probably not. Right. Because so I mean, at the, at the end of it, if there's a product, it should be good enough to stand on its own. And if people, if people want it, yeah, then they should just be able to come to you and get it, and it'd be a good amount of money that, like, I, I mean, it's just it, it, it's just how all the stores do it. Walmart, like, for about a bottle of Windex, Walmart probably buys Windex like three cents per bottle. And then they turn around and sell it for three ninety six. The markup is crazy, right? So, Herbalife, you should be able to buy a bottle of, of powder, tea mix, whatever, slim, whatever, from them for like five, and sell it for ten. And then it should work so well that people keep coming back to you because it's ten or maybe even like fifteen dollars. If somebody realizes that it's actually working then, you know, I'm going to pay $15 for something I can actually physically see working. Right. But you telling me, you know, you need to take this and not that everything doesn't say it. Everything says, you know, with a proper diet and exercise, this blah, blah, blah. But you're telling me that my normal exercise, if I take, if I'm working out consistently, I should be taking this and it should be working like two to three times more. And it's not that I'm not going to do it. But if if they did, 
then they would have a genuinely good product that would be worth selling. And it doesn't need to rely on, well, damn, you like it so much, why don't you sell it? Uh, or I just keep buying it. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> like, why, is, why does it have to be this whole scheme where the way you make the most money, like you're essentially, you're essentially building a target from like having no knowledge of how to run a store. Yeah, and not understanding there are costs associated with right building a business. Yep, but then you don't you ignore all of that and you say, "Hey, I had an idea to start a store. I don't know what I'm doing, but I think it's I think it's a good idea. Why don't you start a store also? I'm not okay. going to give you any money towards it. I'm not going to do anything for you, but you should start it. Then you start. You know what it's like." It's like in uh, 2020 and 2021 when everybody decided they needed LLCs. Because, baby, let me tell you, we did all episode on that. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Please do not listen to your cousin that saying get an LLC to do crime, um, to do uh, fraud, business fraud. Um, it's not. It's not it. It's not it. But they swore. So now it's like, oh, well, I got an LLC. It was just that easy as a little online application and now you can get a business loan. You should do it too. Knowing nothing about an How LLC, much it costs to keep it nothing up. Nothing about a business. Nothing about any form of upkeep. Nothing about taxes. Nothing about nothing. But because somebody said it was easy, you should do it. You do it. And then you do it. See how easy it is. Don't see the repercussions from it and tell the next person and they keep doing it. It's the same thing. Um, I just, I want, I'm glad we're having this conversation, right? Because scams, scamming Mm -hmm. is a big thing right now. And a lot of people think that, you know, it's the easy way, quick way, especially with the pandemic and the pandemic funds, um, the PPP loans and the unemployment claims. It's, it's cute until you get caught. Correct. But you won't get caught. Well, especially yeah, like people did. All these PPP loans came back to bite people, like this year, within the last like three four months. Yeah, because right, because people were doing it, not realizing that they needed actual like business specs and that they were gonna have they might have to provide some stuff. So when you know stuff started coming around, the people started realizing like, oh shit, like. Where all this money go? It went and nowhere. They, and they it went nowhere. And now they are having to pay it back. And so. I just I just don't want y'all to get scammed. Like, listen, if people are telling you to do it nine times out of ten, you probably shouldn't. Yeah. Anything on the internet, it needs to be taken with a grain of salt. Um, I think the internet has good business information when used appropriately. But Correct. when we get into the CPNs. And business fraud, it you know we going down a t- something that you can't come back from, and people don't have anything to lose, and I don't want you to lose your freedom or lose your money or use your time, you know your time, mm-hmm. following behind a trend. You know what I mean? Running a business is is wild. It I could it being three years in now, 
baby, let me tag you. If I knew what the fuck I knew when I started this, I might not have started it. <laughs> so, you know, get with people who are really doing the business work and really have some know-how um, because you're going to end up in a MLM of your own choosing or own demise. So please do not get into this pyramid screen of let me get nine different thousand business loans and accounts and putting this car this place and that place if you know you don't have the right legal team and funds to back it up. Yeah. Another thing I will say, and I know like not a lot of not everybody is worried about their credit. I know whatever. Um but y'all should still be running y'all's credit checks like the, those yearly free whatever that or a lot of these bank apps have incorporated a feature where you can um, look yeah, up at least a score because you need to make sure nobody's opening anything under you or yeah, starting baby. anything under you. That CPN shit is not cute. <clears throat> nope. And I get like mine, I'm thankful somebody I don't know if somebody actually got my social security number but they somebody tried or somebody hacked some sort of system that might have had that information on so i ended up getting like a free year of protection from wherever my accounts got uh leaked from right actually it was i think it was almost like three years i don't know it doesn't matter um so now that that has been expired a really long time ago i make sure i get alerts from like everywhere like all my apps that allow me to get some version of my credit score, um, I make sure that I get those alerts because of that reason. Um, so that nobody can really, like, steal my stuff anymore, anything crazy. Um, the other, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, there's also an option that I don't, that I know a lot of people probably don't know about of making sure that anytime your credit is run, you get a phone call for, like, verification. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I forget how I did it. It might have also been a result from from that whole situation. But now, like, anytime that I try to, like, go get a car loan um, or get another credit card or anything like that, it's an automatic the place that's running it gets a gets like a thing that says has to be verified. So they have to call me and verify like four random questions. Like, tell me, you know, those questions would be like, tell me which house or which street you lived on in the past. Yeah. Um, it's like four or five of those questions. And then they release it to whoever ran it. But I just, I like to make sure that anything that happens like that, um, I'm aware of it so that I can do something about it. Um, Facebook, same thing. I hit like a surge, in, a surge in people adding me on Facebook. Um, I added a, people, a couple of cute people. And then after that, like, it was like the floodgates open. Um, but after a bunch of different requests had come through, um, what am I like... We're we've been friends for a super long time, but like I don't really talk to him anymore. But and I haven't talked to him, and I couldn't even tell you how long. But he texted me, and he was like, "Hey, did your Facebook get hacked?" 
And I was literally actively on Facebook. Like I got out of my Facebook app to read his message. Like that's how active I was or like how quickly it happened. But somebody had gotten in and was funny enough promoting like one of those uh, flat tummy tea type things mm-hmm. and had tagged a bunch of people in it, but I couldn't see it for whatever reason. Um, but I like went through my security because I'm like, shit, I took off a lot of the things because I really wasn't using my Facebook that much. So when I wasn't, like, I didn't have as much of the protection. Sure. Stuff. Right. And went through the tab, and sure enough, somebody from California Slid was in. right up in my, my Facebook account. I was like, what the fuck? Like, come on. So logged all that out, changed my password, put that two-factor authentication on there. Um, and then I get alerts anytime somebody tries to log into my account. So, you got to. Because people yeah. is crafty. They out here scamming bitches. And I don't like that. Me either. And I and, and you have to be, you know, this conversation was so needed. You have to be super, <laughs> like, because I'm just thinking about it, like, people really be out here getting scammed, even mm-hmm. with, like you said, their Facebooks. Um, and the 90,000 people who lose access, and they're like, oh my god, here's my new page. I'm like, and I'm just like, you got to be real, 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 real careful these days on the internet. Um, you can't just trust, you know, whatever somebody's putting up or, hey, these old texts from old friends and people you went to high school. Hey, I, how you been? I've been thinking about you, you know. I, right. I've been doing X, Y, Z, what you've been doing, and then boom, MLM. Or, you know, people who are, you know, seeing... Trying to catch your bank accounts. Okay, Cash App. Yeah, please, for the love of God, please stop using Cash App as frequent as y'all do. Yeah. Because they have they the reports have already come out. If you have not seen them, please Google it. Um, Cash App is not secure. Like, definitely not. My my uh. My boss, no, she's not my boss. She is my HR person. The first week that I started at my new job, um, she had came in and said that her credit card, or her not her credit card, her debit card had got hacked. And somebody was trying to get into her account from like Atlanta or something. And so she, the bank alerted her, she canceled it. Um, and then we were from there. Or not we, I'm not her. I wasn't helping to figure it out, but she went from there. So then um, she got a new bank card and the same thing happened the next morning. And she was like, I haven't even used this card. Like I sent my somebody money on Cash App and then I um, put it into something else, something that like wasn't anything. Sure, right. Well, no, no, no. Something that I don't remember, what, but it wasn't important. Um, but I said to her, I was like, well, was your other card also linked on Cash App? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, well, that's your that's your answer. Like, yeah. the, they are, I don't know what it is about Cash App that's so, in, like, unsecure, but it's not. So, like, please be mindful 
please use anything else. I feel like Zell's the best. Like Zell and Cash. I mean, sorry, Zell yeah, and Zell, Venmo, and Apple Pay. Yeah, are all like the best. Zell is Zelle great and... because it just goes straight to your account. You don't even have to think about it. Um, Venmo is just super secure because it's owned by PayPal, and then Apple is Apple. Yeah, so, they ain't gonna fuck up your money because they want to keep getting it. Correct. And if they tell me another ad, we're like, get an Apple card. Check your um, approved balance without a without it hitting your credit. And then I'm I'm just sitting there like, damn, that would be convenient. And then at the end of the commercial, they're like, if you decide to go through with the application, you will get a hard credit acquired. And I'm just like, I wouldn't like. What's like the here y'all go. <laughs> I was like, what's the point? They just want to get you in. And that's you know, be careful. Um, because I'm finding a lot of other cards are doing that too. Like, oh, we do a soft pull, and then like you said, when you read the fine print, oh no, it's actually a hard pull. Yep. And ain't nobody got time for that. No. Because so, what happens is They'll get your baseline information. They'll get your they'll get your income, essentially. And once they get an income and maybe like verify your address or something like that, they'd be like, oh. Essentially, you could be approved for this amount. And it's like, would you like to proceed? Yes. Cool. We're gonna run your credit. Mm. Now that amount is down. See? It's 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 a spiral. It's 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 a scam. A big scam and a big spiral. I just we just want to keep it all away from. Correct. Um, I think that you know, let's not get scammed, folks. Right. Let's let's use our noodle, right? If something's not feeling right, let's listen to ourselves. Because a lot of times when we're in these situations where we're getting scammed. Things are moving too quickly and it's on purpose, right? The more time you had to wait, the more time you have to think, you yep. know it's not right. So listen to your gut and follow it. Correct. Just don't play with Correct. it. Because uh, as we always say, awareness is key. So the more you are aware and in tune with what's going on in your body when these things are coming up, the better off you'll be. Okay. That's what we're asking. That's it. That's it. Ain't um, crazy? Just, I feel like this was a good episode to start back with. It was. Because the girls are getting scammed and we don't <laughs> like it. We, we just, we want y'all to protect um, your money, like you protect your peace. Okay. But anyway, I'm so I liked sure. it. It was a good episode. I think it was a good episode. My son is wanting my attention. So, uh, you know, we're back. I have a gray hair. <clears throat> I see two on the back of my head. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just... I'm spiraling. So I feel like it's giving what needed to be had gave. Yes. 
and the girls will deal. Yeah. And our schedule will be what our schedule is. And y'all just gonna have to y'all just gonna have to deal with it. At this point. For real, for real. Like, that's that on that. <laughs> um it was something I was gonna say. So we will be back. Yes. Momentarily, literally. Here. And you know, we'll have a chat then. How about that, guys? How about that? Thanks for listening. All right, see y'all in a few. Bye. Bye.